welcome everybody. This is Mr. Homan, uh, Ronnie, uh, Family Support Specialist, located up here in the second floor, uh, the Second Floor Career Center and John Adams College and Career Academy. We have some very, very special guests on uh, today. We have three beautiful young ladies that are here. They're moms. Today we have Muffins with Moms, and these moms are here to tell us a little something. Educate us. That's what they're here for. So uh, I'm going to go around and let them introduce themselves, and then we're just going to jump right into the questions. That's good, y'all? Yeah, that's That's all right. We'll start with you. Uh, My name is Portia. I am Roosevelt, Lil John's mom. And I'm here for this conversation. Yep. My name is Sunny. Um, I'm the parent of Samari and Sonaya. And I have a cleaning company and I do music for a hobby. My name is Cassandra. I'm a parent of Avea and I work for Tri C. Okay. So y'all hear it. They, y- y'all hear it in their voice already. They already sound like they. They not playing no games, <laughs> so <laughs> we go. We go get to. We go jump into uh, into the questions, and it's just it's real easy. We're we're just talking about you know being a mom, but the day to day of being a mom today. So the first question I have for y'all: um, How is it being a parent? How is it being a mom with today's teens? And I'm talking about today's teens, speaking in terms of uh, Gen Z. That's what they are, Generation Z. Um, um, and also combating with social media. How is it? What advice would you have for moms out there today? Um, as far as being a mom, anybody can go. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, I would say, um, as far as being a mom today, dealing with the Gen Z generation, like you said, the social media. If you can avoid it, don't do it. Don't let them do it. The cell phones, they don't need them right now. It ain't. It ain't it's not that important. The main focus need to be their the education, doing something with themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not worth it. Keep them out the streets. Keep them active. That's what I do with my son. I keep him in sports. Keep him at the recreation centers. We do stuff on the weekends. He barely goes outside. So. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Cassandra, Sonny? Yeah, I honestly... I, um, I'm not really a big fan of social media. I feel like it takes away the kids' attention and it opens up doors for um, sensitivities or um, like mental health issues because it makes them desire things and have a, a certain perspective that might not be realistic in their world or whatnot. And that type of, we live in a world of comparison and doppelgangers like everybody want to look alike dress alike be the same sound alike just, yeah. yeah so you, you sound just like your baby I'm, I'm sure y'all had this conversation before then y'all we're just very deep individuals see my babies are Gemini's like me so we have this level of intellect intellect that we kind of share we talk amongst each other about a little bit of everything so yeah because we had a conversation on a podcast a couple weeks ago and I, I remember hearing some of the same things that you just said as far as mental health um so that's why i said y'all probably had this conversation uh cassandra um yeah it's it's hard to be a mom i'm a single mom at that um, so like i be trying to tell um my daughter 
For me, it's really hard. Like, I try to explain to her, Jordan got money. You know, it's like our kids, with it being so much social media, they trying to keep up with the dressing. I don't even know what some 11s is. Okay. <laughs> you know, she be like, Mom, the red and white Jordans you got me. Okay, I'm supposed to know if they're 11s. But I just think, our kids these days, they are so spoiled. Mm-hmm. They get so much more than what I had growing up. My mom, For nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm biracial, right. so my mom is, you know, Caucasian. So by me even being a mixed kid and and all of that, like I try to tell my daughter, you 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 focus on the wrong thing, boo. You know, education don't care about what shoes and stuff you got on. But exactly. Because our kids are teenagers and they is trying to keep up with social media. I think it put a stress on them. Mm-hmm. It definitely put a stress on me. Exactly. Because I didn't even know what a Yeezy was <laughs> until last homecoming when I spent five hundred dollars on a pair. Oh. Goodness. I didn't even know what you good. he was. You good. Goodness. Could have been me. I, I think, <laughs> but see, I only got two kids. My oldest daughter is 26. I have a five-year-old grandson, Dennis Bay. My kids are nine years apart. So Bay is the baby. And when she come to me, I just be like, okay, you know, I just want you gone. Mm-hmm. But five hundred, I'm like, okay, girl, all right. I, I, think, for this time. I think that's how much <laughs> I paid for my time. my whole prom five hundred dollars, and and they getting five hundred dollar pair of shoes today though. for homecoming. Yeah, that was last year. Oh my god. This goodness. year it wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got smarter. <laughs> exactly. She got me. I was booed <laughs> once. I got you. <laughs> so, so Portia, you said something um, earlier, and you said something about keeping them off of social media. How how difficult do you think that is to keep keep the kids off of social media? Because it's everywhere. You have all type of social media platforms. You know how difficult it do you think it, it is to keep a kid off of social media, especially the teenagers at the ages that they are now? It's a hundred percent difficult. Okay. You know, my son is sixteen and he likes to stay in his room a lot. So if he in his room with that game or with that phone, you can guarantee that. There's some social media in there somewhere, right. and it's it's so bad. It's to the point where I have a I should have a eight year old and a six year old also. Six year old wants to do TikToks and no, mm-hmm. it just it just doesn't work like that. So I take devices. We don't you get it only a certain amount of time and then it's over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the game too. I really feel like the parents who I ain't gonna say all parents, but the parents who let their kids be on the game twenty four seven. No, yeah. right. Because in the real world, we can't go out here and shoot nobody up. We ain't, uh-huh. ain't really supposed to be out here stealing no cars or nothing like that. Bea went through a phase where she was playing Fortnite. Crazy about it. Get mad. I make her get off. Now, she in high school. She don't even play the game. We got a PlayStation 5 at home. My nine-year-old stepson, he mainly be on it. And like I tell my dude, you know, I understand this your son. Right. He in my household. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He not about to be sitting up here all day, every day. It's not mind stimulating for and real. And sitting up here playing Minecraft, Fortnite. What's the other one where they be... Uh, GTA. Call of Duty. GTA, Call of Duty. No. Because in the real world, that's, that game ain't going to do nothing for you. That In the yeah. real world, you would end up in jail. You're or not, dead. Yeah. Sure. Or dead. For sure. Ain't no way. We could just... There ain't no way. So, like, me and my dude, we get into it all the time because I try to explain to him, your son, now, I understand it's your son, mm-hmm. but we all live in the same household together. As me being a stepmom, mm-hmm. either you going to let me do this my way or, you know, maybe we got to figure something yeah. else out because that's not good. It's not. You know, all day on Saturday, you get to stomping. I tell him, 
Oh, I want to come in the living room and watch TV. Mm. So, so you said he get to stumping. Yeah. Do, do Sonny, do you remember being able to stump when you was that age? Absolutely not. <laughs> see, he's not my kid. Yeah. He's not yeah. my kid. He's only yeah, my and see, son. See, that's another thing. It's like kid. so many factors that you just mentioned, like co-parenting and being a step parent and trying to raise a be a village to raise a child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we we tend to get upset or emotional about the behaviors that these are Generation Z kids tend to have, but we kind of need to be more accountable for half of the behaviors that they and do have right. because our hardships from our personal experiences is what gave the leeway for them to be as free um, as far as expression, as far as thought processes and all that stuff. Because, I mean, to this day, my daughter, 17 years, I mean, 16 years old, she can't seem to understand when it's time to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Like okay, when yeah. we're talking, when an adult is talking to you, right. yeah. it's not necessary to Respond. constantly plead your case because the case is closed. I just said what I said. Girl, yeah. End of story. Yeah. Right. But we're, it's day. not easy anymore. These kids re- be ready to get their teeth knocked out. That's right. just the way that they set up. And that's just the and truth. And yeah. we have to know, like, I know I can accept that a lot of my behaviors and my lifestyle because I was a teenage mom. I had my kids. When I was 15, and I, my last, the twins were right before I turned 21. Mm-hmm. So I was a kid raising kids, and I found myself in a place where I had a lot of mental health issues, just emotionally trying to figure out life, figure right. out, understand relationships. There was a lot of things that nobody showed me or taught me, and it kind of made me comfortable. Once I did have my children to not be so hard on them, mm-hmm. I kind of like, I let it go a little bit. And now that, I, now that they're older and now that I've grown to see the result, I'm not too displeased with it but i see areas where i could have done better right. and i could have put more application into it because as far as like these uh cell phones and all these behaviors and things that these kids have those are addictions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and we have to find ways to help our children kind of like minimize their um need to fall back and rely on inanimate objects and Things that give them false sense of validation. But but you know what? You just said that like we have to find ways. We do. But today, me working here in school, the things that um, and being in working with students for years, one of the things that I notice now with this generation is they do things like they run away now. You know, just because you tell them a parent tells them no, they can't do that, or tell them no, you can't be on your phone past nine o'clock. You have to do your homework, have your homework completed by eight o'clock or you uh, know you can't go to this party that everybody else is going to because I don't like the area that is in and there's going to be some bad people there. So now what the kids do uh, as a way to, uh, I, I guess, you know, be rebellious is they run away. Well, you know what? That's <laughs> running away. My son told me that one day I'm going to run away. I said, you know what? You go ahead and run away. Go ahead. Have fun. Don't take nothing that I pay for. Right. <laughs> so when you riding down the street on your ripstick with a flat screen TV in your arm, with no clothes on, and they get you, hey, yeah. that's what you ask for. 
But you better believe I'm coming to find you. And when I find you, it's going to be even worse since you just thought you was going to run away. Uh, sure. Don't run, walk. I was deemed to <laughs> run away. Uh-huh. I was, but I wasn't. I didn't technically run away. I just left my home and never returned. Mm-hmm. See, I packed a bag and sat on the front porch because I didn't have no money to even get to see, nowhere. that's the difference between the generation now and us today. Right. Because... I mean, the generation now and me in the past, that's how it was. I grew up, when we left, we left. Yeah. We wasn't pressed to come back looking or getting anything right. from anybody. Yeah. I literally left and started a family, after, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Stayed an adult. I didn't even bother yeah, did trying too. to turn and look back. Left, you know I what left, I'm saying? I'm 45 today. I didn't have my kids as young as others, but, you know, I had my first one at... 19 and then I waited nine years and had my second one at 26 and I think in a way it even relationship for my both of my daughters I think it mark, make make it hard for them to connect in a way because they so far apart right. here now you know I got a 17 year old and my other daughter Dejana she's 26 with her five year old son you know what I'm saying I think if I would have maybe you know had them a little bit a little closer, closer together they would be Closer, right? Because I only have the two, you know. I don't have my grandson is my son, and my stepson is my son, right? You know, so that way, sometimes when my dude be like, "Oh, you picking on him?" No, I'm, no, I'm not. Like I try to tell him, if you not somebody got to teach him, he not from here. He's been in Florida and Indiana all these years. We didn't have him for the past year. You know what I'm saying? So it's something new for me to get used to. Right. Too. I'm used to us kicking it every Saturday. Me and him, mm-hmm. ha- and we ain't went nowhere and did nothing in a whole year. Mm-hmm. So I told him this Saturday, come straight home from work. On When you come home, come home straight from work. Mm-hmm. You know, don't take all day and you get off work at four, you're not making it home to eight. No, come straight home. I made plans. Find somewhere for little, for little Fred to go, and we out. Right. So, so, so Cassandra, that's a good point because that's a, that's a ways into my next question. My next question is, how do you balance the demands of modern motherhood? See, me by me being the woman of the house, uh I feel like I have to. You know, it's 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 my daughter, my kids, and everybody. Like you always say, my my my, because it is. I mean, it's ours. I'm the one that buy the toilet paper. I'm the one to clean the house. I'm the one to cook the food. I'm the one to keep keep everything together. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that went out and bought Valentine's Day cards. I'm the one that did the candy. My dude here, I ain't going to say he a little slow. <laughs> but like most men. They can be touched. They don't work as quick as women do. I knew two weeks ago that Valentine's Day was coming up today. He tried to go to Walmart yesterday to get the kids some candy. And they ain't had nothing. They ain't had nothing. <laughs> but he don't listen. So now this morning, he just texted me. I'm running around looking for candy. I bet you is. <laughs> so, so how do so how do you balance uh, that with maintaining one, a romantic relationship and see, especially it's much around easier because like we live together. Mm-hmm. Now, if we didn't live together, it wouldn't be easy because he works six days a week. I work five. I'm off on Saturdays and Sundays. He's only off on Sundays. Now, okay. if he did live somewhere else. It wouldn't be that easy for us. But because we live in the same home, it's a little bit, you know, kind of easier. Mm-hmm. You know, he worked during the day. He come pick me up from work. I get off work at 10 at night. You know, we go home. 
we, you know, chill for a minute, talk, and then it's time to go to bed. Mm -hmm. I wake up every morning with the whole house, say good morning, make sure everybody got what they need, ain't forgetting nothing, crust out they ass, drool off they lip, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. that's how. Okay, what, what about you, Portia? So, for me, as far as, like, romantic relationships, <laughs> I don't like nobody to even know my kids. If we're not serious, if you're not talking about holding down the fort or being a man so that you can lead, so that I can follow, you don't even need to see my kids. There is no romantic relationship. It's just, I'm, I'm single. I'm a single mom. Like, you know, as Cassandra stated, I'm a single mom. Um, I do have somebody I deal with in particular, which is my girl's father. But we've been dealing with each other for 11 years. We're just not in a relationship. Right, right. But as far as, yeah, outside of that, no, I don't do relationships. So they gotta come correct. You basically. gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta come ready to to lead, so I can follow. Otherwise, you might as well keep on walking past me, baby, because I ain't gonna give you a second look. Okay, okay, I I can dig that. What about you, Sonny? Sonny, you you're 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 married. Y'all married, right? Or I am. just okay. So, how do you balance with having your babies in the home between you and your husband? How do you find that time for you all to, you know, um, just have some time to yourself? I'm gonna get y'all on the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned to exercise the um, principle of no effort. I don't try. I don't think about it. I don't worry myself with what anybody else wants, needs in the household because. I am enough. Like, I've done all I needed to do mm -hmm. on my end, and whatever ain't, isn't handled by any other persons, I'm not tripping about it because I suffer from, like, uh, OCD or, mm -hmm. like, a, and I started to, it started to affect my mental health. I used to be really depressed. Because, like you say, I had I have Generation Z children. They're lazy. They lay in bed all day. They're um, they're just skin and bones, no muscle. So I never really have any true support in the household. And so I just leave myself out of it, and I let everybody figure out what they need to figure out on their own. And it, it seems like I don't care to them. But it's just the best way for me to save face and to save my, my mental life. Mm. I'm not about to sit up here and complain to everybody. Y'all see this stuff piling up. Y'all already know what's up. I just look forward. I don't ever look back. I'm like, all right, y'all got to get out here in this world. The world going to eat y'all up. Okay, y'all want to clean and do this and that. Guess what? You going to have a nasty house. Ain't no man going to want to be with you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's right. the time. And I'm going to let life do you mm -hmm. I ain't gonna do you because I got life to live right now and I gotta focus on self-love self-preservation and making sure that I'm there for them when they actually need me right now they don't need nothing they're good mm -hmm. that's how, that's how I manage it if their dad got a problem and he want to fuss at them I let them have their little war mat fuss match all that stuff I don't get into none of it that's how I handle it. And me and him, when we go enjoy ourselves, we go on our dates, and we don't talk about stuff because I, I choose not to as far as like how we handle our household because that has always, in the beginning of our relationship, because we've been together for over 20 years, mm -hmm. the 
and we only been married for four. And for the majority of our relationship, I was always fighting for our kids, for our household. That was the majority of our arguments. And once I started paying attention to it, like, why are we always bumping heads, fighting, arguing? I understand, I know what I'm standing for. Right. But we can't seem to see eye to eye. So it was something, somebody had to be the bigger person and let things just dissipate, let it go, let it start from ground zero. And exercising that principle of least effort, of no Fs being given, mm-hmm. has been working for me. Glory, glory. I try. <laughs> I try. But I got OCDDD. I tell my kids all the time. I ain't click. Because every Saturday, every morning, I, now mind you, I'm off. It's my off day. Every Saturday morning, I'm up at 8 o'clock. I'm cleaning. We got a dog, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, cl- I'm cleaning. I always say, I ain't going to clean today. If y'all don't care, I don't care. Turn around five Man. minutes later and you clean it. <laughs> it's just, I tried. I swear, I tried for one weekend, like, not to clean my house. If the girl, if they don't, don't nobody else care. Like, how can y'all eat at this dirty table? Glass, you can see the prints and the dirt in the food. Do it for you. Girl, it drives me crazy. That's it, all. I be wanting to smack them because... Y'all know I got OCDDD. They be like, my, you just taking it a little bit too far. <laughs> Talking about look at the penny. That penny been on the floor for four days. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> that penny <laughs> been flipped on tails for four days. <laughs> if I can see it, you can see. But my, it's just a penny. But it's it's just a penny that don't belong on my floor. Mm-hmm. What you mean? That means y'all just walking by? I tried. You know, I tried... To just, you know, like I told my kids, my sister DeAsia, she'll call my nephew all the way up from upstairs. She right here, the remote right here. She'll call him all the way from upstairs. Now she done waited 10 minutes. She didn't move. He definitely came down and got her the remote. But literally, she make her kids do everything. And like I be trying to tell my kids, that's how kids back in the day was raised anything that your mother or father wanted or needed you think they got up to get it Mm-mm. like i told my sister girl you lazy you could have been reached over and got that remote <laughs> you waited 10 minutes for him to come downstairs and you sitting there with the tv still off for 10 minutes mm. but you know what i'm saying i tell my kids all the time you know and they they rank on my sister all the time because she calls my nephews the most craziest stuff though but some people live for that it's in their character like they probably grew up always running their parents errands and doing their thing for their money like i can't wait to sit down and be able to order my kids around hell i was doing the same thing and i had kids i had an ideal in my head about how we my family and how my husband was gonna behave and how my kids gonna behave i didn't get none of what i imagined Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. none of it I ain't none of it either. So. <laughs> I don't think none of us this day is in this generation. I don't think nobody getting none of that. Okay, you just let it go. We and don't. See me, I'm very picky. If I ain't getting it, I don't want it. Uh, somebody right, give yeah. it to me. You ain't got to. Yeah, I'm picky. I'm a tourist, so it's oh. like I'm Aquarius, um, so I want what I want when I want when exactly. I want. Exactly. I ain't got time to play. But you know, as I got older, though, I try to learn that it, I can't always, you know, oh, yes, have you it. My way. I try, you know. If you will it, you can have it like all. Like I said, you know, I try. 
Like I said, being a stepmom, it's a whole new thing for me. It's only been a year. But I ain't even gonna lie, I'm still not used to it. Mm-hmm. Cause we don't go nowhere, we don't do nothing. Not to, I love my stepson. Don't don't get take this the wrong way, y'all, when I say this. It's just, you know, you don't ever go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like my like my daughter makes sure that my grandson goes somewhere twice out the month to give me a break. Vea, she fine. Uh, she'll go to Sunny House. Vea be coming over uh, your house. She go to other friends' house. You know, the kid, other kids give me a break. It's just me and little Fred. I be looking like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know. But I think I'm starting to get used to it now. But like I be telling my dude, I just sometimes I don't feel like I'm appreciated because mm. I'm not obligated to do none of this. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this because, for one, I love kids. I'm not a hateful person. You know what I'm saying? But... That's just like today. My dude didn't stop and give me nothing for V-Day. He gonna be in the room sleeping with his son. Oh, so so hold on. So listen. So so listen. So since you since you all brought that up, since you brought that up, why is it so? Why is it so so important for that day, for Valentine's Day, for your significant other to get you something? I, I, hold on. Reason why I ask that is because for me. I don't care about a specific day. If I if I do and show love any other day, just because Valentine a day like Valentine's Day shouldn't even matter. It, it shouldn't matters even matter because Valentine's Day is really for the woman. That's, Sweetest that's day cool. is for y'all. But I'm saying I ain't even talking about something for the man. I'm just saying, if from a man's perspective, if I'm always making sure my I celebrate my significant other just on a regular day, just because. Why is Valentine's Day so well, important? I'm so like sorry, that? sir. Most of our men these days <laughs> ain't like you. They don't do stuff all the time, and just because, and because they don't like today, it better be extra special. <laughs> That's all I'ma say on this podcast. I'm just gonna leave it at that. So because because it's not happening on a regular, at least one day. Yes. Make it special. Acknowledge okay. me. I Extra. Get I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. That makes sense because I think some of the guys wonder that. A know, lot of like, men they slack. Yeah. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Mm-hmm. You know, like and they don't get it because I ain't gonna say because y'all a man and we a woman, but in a way I'm right. You know, mm-hmm. we men and women we totally did totally we think oh our thinking process is way far gone than y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, we think. Our stuff is super strong or something. I don't know. Y'all don't think like that. But I just got it. I, I have this feeling in my heart that he didn't give me nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh my <laughs> and I got goodness. a feeling in my heart since I'm off all day today. I'm going to get that room ready for him because I got a big basket for him. He don't well, even know Well, you yet. know what? I'm, I I can imagine. We don't hope. And I, I, I'm assuring. I'm going to assure you there's going to be something great for you today. When you get home, so you don't feel that way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so, so how, how, how has your perspective? How have you guys' perspective on love and partnerships changed since you all became a mother? And what lessons do you hope to uh, pass on to your children uh, about love? Um, I believe love is God. Okay. Love is unconditional. Love is timeless. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the way that I've been practicing, just not being so hard, not being harsh, not saying things that'll break their people's spirits um, or 
make people less motivated or um, make people upset. I'm just not one of those type of people. And so I just, um, respecting one another is just the practice that I want to always encourage and love. For sure. And then, you know, I want to leave behind a legacy of um, being intentional. Mm -hmm. Like, seeing things through to the end and being intentional and being thoughtful. Like, that's my biggest take on, like, love and what I want them to have. That's dope. What about you, Portia? So for me, um, like Sunny said, love is limitless. has no boundaries. Um, but it also has to be action, affirmations. You can't just tell me you love me and I'm supposed to say, oh, okay, thanks. No, show me. How do you love me? Why do you love me? I, let me let me know what you mean when you say you love me. Mm -hmm. So like for me, my son, that's my first love. Mm -hmm. So I try to treat him how I would expect a good woman to treat him. If you know how I'm treating you, then you know what you should expect from a woman. She's going to treat you the same way that your mother going to treat you. And you can also know how to treat her because that's how I'm raising you. Mm -hmm. So for, for me, love is most definitely action. So, so before I pass this over to Cassandra, you don't think that sometimes what you just said as far as like having your son, your son to know how it is for a woman to treat him because of the way his mom was treating him. You don't, you don't think that, I guess, causes mommy issues sometimes? And this is, this is an issue that, a term that, you know, women use. You know, he got mommy issues and stuff like that. You don't think that it would cause anything like that? Um, for me, no, because we, we have conversations about a lot of things. So it's not just always, you know, me making sure like, okay, she got to be like me. She got to do this. She got to do that. Right. No, you're right. going to, like I tell him, you're going to know what love is when you find it. Sure. You, 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 you're going to definitely know it's not, it's not going to be hidden. Yeah. Yeah. So love should never be hidden. You know, um, no, I, I don't think it would cause no mommy issues. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's cool because I see, I see. Yeah, he ain't no sucker. On so, that's good. <laughs> see, on social media, though, I be seeing moms for real. Like, they posting their sons. But it's like a, it's like a crush on your son. You know, it's I see, handicap. I see, I see women post, oh, this is my son. Happy birthday to my, you know, Sexy son and no, stuff like what? No, absolutely. And you posting a picture of your son with their shirt off to show their shape and their so it's almost like you're advertising, I guess your 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 son. So that's what I'm saying. Things like that uh, because of how a mother was with her son growing up. Now she's still like that, and she's not allowing him to be a man. Yeah, she no. can't function without his presence. She can't function. Without him being around She can't function without uh, You know whatever it is That she do for her son They're Like like my, my mom for example I use my mom My mom okay will say that she loved me Or whatever the case may be But my mom also is not treating me like I'm possibly her man Yeah no or, thank you Or anything like that you, you see what I'm saying So that's that's what I'm saying Sometimes it's a fine line yes. to me. Between oh yes, that. absolutely. I, I ain't treating you like you my man because you ain't. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh -uh. I get it. That's what draws weird. the line? Because I could say preparing your son a meal and bringing his plate to his room every day. No, that's bad is out of me. line. I will tell my son, you don't come get your food. I guess you won't eat it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call you and let plates. you know that it's here, honey. You can come get it. I am not your maid. I am not your woman. Yeah, yeah. 
and and see, I can see like Sonny fixing a plate for your kid, like if if everybody's sitting at the table, the serving him, and is and, just, and, and yeah, no, like like weird. If, if everybody's sitting at the table for dinner, and let's say mom's in the kitchen and mom's just fixing everybody's plate, you see what I'm saying? I can get that, but as as you said, fixing a plate, taking it up to the room. And stuff mm-hmm. like that Like no Boy get out of here When it was time to eat When my mother said It was time to eat It was time to eat It wasn't like Oh I ain't ready right now if you ain't ready right now You ain't gonna eat You ain't gonna eat When That's I put exactly it up it The kitchen closed Exactly Exactly So Yeah that, no that's... I ain't taking Nothing to your room now Hold up <laughs> <laughs> This ain't that <laughs> Good good Just wanna get that clear you So Oh no <laughs> So I'm gonna start with you Cassandra How How uh, Tell me Can you share Some creative ways I know I'm putting you On the spot with this question Share some creative ways You keep the romance alive In your relationship um, Even though you have a busy schedule of being a mom, like you said earlier. You do this, you do this, you do this. How? What's some creative ways to keep your relationship alive? I want creative. I get what I want. <laughs> okay. So if I, I want it, I'm gonna get it. Okay. Okay. Yet you wondering if you're gonna get a Valentine's <laughs> gift today? That's different. <laughs> this is this, this gift is different than that gift. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. Okay. This gift, I'm hoping he took the time. The other gift, I could just take. I got you. So, I understand. Kind of different, you know. I understand. Yeah, everybody's different for real, for real. You know, I just think everybody, you know, they know when it's their person. Like mm-hmm. me, I've been with Big Fred for um, six years, and I tell him all the time, like sometimes I do feel like I'm playing house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 45 years old. I'm not getting no younger. I'm getting older. You know, I do want to get married. My mother was never married to none of her baby daddies, you know. I do want to get married, and I tell him all the time, like, if you're trying to play house, this is not what Cassandra here for. Right. No, I do. And if I when I do get married, I'm not going to no downtown because I've never been married, and if I'm going to do it, I'm only going to do it once. Right. It's going to be the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm, we about to go spend millions of dollars because we don't even have that, but it's going to be... How you want it How to be How I want it yeah. You know what I'm saying First time for everything yeah. You know I'm definitely gone You know But I, I think everybody Always know when they find a person Look at them there You know what I'm wow. saying mm-hmm. They know when they person come Everybody You know Sometimes we are naive And you know Growing up That's what makes us grow up Right You know The situations that we be in And the people we thought that loved us and we loved them, but eventually as you get older, we tend to know who was our person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, so okay. So you say that. Now, maybe that's for you, but I say a lot of women that I've come across, and I'm talking about friends, family, you know, whomever. Uh, I notice a lot of women sometimes, and I ain't going to just say women. I just say us as people. We stay in bad situations sometimes. Without, like you said, you're not married yet. But we stay in situations sometimes where we're with people for years, and and we never get married, and we settle for that, and we like, oh, it's not really good, but we stay in it. Why? Why is that? Why do you think we we stay? Because in- we think that's all we know. Mm-hmm. We've been with in that situation for so long. Maybe I- one day something to change. But so I believe optimism, this is the individual. Yeah, but- a lot of people think, you know, trying something new is hard. It is. Scary. You know, who wants to 
you know, meet Start different over. people. Oh, I like pizza. I like Pepsi. I like, you know, and then that becomes a duh. And then you to the next, and then you be like, okay, now what you like? And then you got to tell that person all over again, and then that person, and then that person. And just right. See, it sounds like it's more so based on the individual and their perception mm-hmm. of romance and relationship and stuff like that. For sure. Because if you have a positive, if, you've only, if you always had positive experiences, then you're going to have a positive uh, outlook towards, like... How people will respond to you, mm-hmm. but if it's negative, you gonna be unsure so and iffy and all that type of stuff too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, because to me, I look at it like it's all po- anything is possible. Um, I've been through so much um, relationship wise, like I've really been broken. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But. I think that it depends. Me as an individual, me being broken only made me believe more mm-hmm. that it's something better, mm-hmm. or or love can be better, or it's it's a way to fix it or improve something. Right. Or it made me believe that I can have the best of the best. I don't have to settle or feel like this is all I'm going to ever experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I really am an optimistic. I think I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah, me too. But I also believe that romance is a secondary factor or emotion or feeling just like anger is. Because first is the initial relationship and how y'all make each other feel. Right. And then, you know, as it goes, depending on how y'all treat each other, it opens or closes doors or segues within us that might or may may or may not allow the relationship to grow or might make the relationship dissolve you know what i'm saying people do stay in places that they don't need to be for a long time but i also feel like it's not a bad choice to stay in those places because there's something in it if you're there it's something to get out of so it's like it's all a learning experience and I just basically learned that y'all, like y'all say, y'all can have whatever y'all want, but try to look at it in a positive aspect, in a positive lens. Like, I love thinking about good things. I don't really necessarily care. Like, I don't even entertain when somebody is talking like things are impossible. Mm-hmm. Like those are my pet peeves. Those are the things that fr- like irritate me. Like I'm gonna stop you real fast if you start talking like, uh-huh. "Oh, woe is me!" Like, no, nah, yeah. we're yeah. not gonna do that because you're inviting more of negative vibrations uh-huh. to come in instead of just saying, "Okay, yep, we hit this hurdle in the road. What are we gonna do about it? Are we gonna resolve it, or are we not gonna resolve it?" For sure, because life is still life, and, and uh-huh. I'm ready to do things. Right. So, but you know, yeah. you know, it's difficult though because some some people don't have that outlook you know just as you just expressed it it may be a lot easier for you to have that outlook but a lot of people it's hard for them to grasp that to to think or to see the end of a difficult situation because sometimes you can be you can get in so deep and it'd be so bad and you just absolutely be like there is no other way there's no way out when there really is but it's hard to figure out you know that's why one of my favorite quotes by nelson mandela one of my favorite quotes is, I never lose. I either win or I learn. Because whatever it is, 
whatever it is if it's bad even if it, there's no way out or whatever i'm looking at it as okay it may not be going the way that i want it to go but at least i'm gonna learn from it you know i'm gonna learn so i know how not to put myself in that situation again how not to be in the situation again how to uh, navigate through the situation if i am in that situation again and and just how to come out victorious you know so uh yeah i, I think if a lot of people learn how to think you know progressively like you just stated then um i think a lot of people can and will be able to to come out of situations as a winner or learning you know so no losses yeah that's, that was good I, I agree you know like me um i try to be drama free stress free mm-hmm. and positive when i was growing up i had so many friends now i i think i got one or two because everybody just so negative. I don't want to be around that. If you ain't positive, you ain't thinking positive, that means you think negative. And don't nothing really come good behind thinking negative. Mm-hmm. I'm too old to be around somebody. That's just like a good friend. Well, I'm going to say she was like a family member. Knew her since she was younger. We used to be like this. But because she just so negative, she ain't never happy for nobody else that's coming up. And I ain't even coming up that much. I still live in the hood, you know? Mm-hmm. But because I'm doing well, she'll be like, oh, no, that's not going to happen for you. Or Oh, that's, yeah. It's not love at all. I had to, you know, shut her down and let her go. Yeah. Because, and then on top of that, she had an alcohol problem. And she never thought the problem was her. Mm-hmm. Girl, if you ain't noticed... I done left you alone. Every everybody that used to be like this with you, we don't even mess with you no more. Like you need to wake up and understand that it's you, it's not us, and we trying to help you. That's the whole point. With what he was saying about um, people not realizing that if they take their point of view to a different stance, that they'll raise the vibration, and that's what it is when you're. St- She's when you're an individual is just stuck somewhere, like they're stuck in this particular mindset, either because of trauma, emotion, mental, emotional abuse, addictions, addictions, all of those things cause people not to really to have a a blurred sense of view. Yeah, but I tried to help her, and it affects you the can't emotions. help nobody that don't want to be when helped. When you try to be fight helped. me and you put your and hands so on me, this is what I believe. That's a different story. People that haven't awakened to their own introspection are have to eventually just be alone. I don't know what it is about that isolation time, but when people always constantly busy, always tied up in nonsense, drama filled, do 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 do, all of that nonsense. They continuously stay toxic in the body. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it spews out. And that's what you see. Somebody who can't be happy for your success. Mm-hmm. Can't celebrate with you. Mm-hmm. Can't even celebrate with them. So they don't know how to because right. they're stuck in this mindset that they can't free themselves from. Yeah. So that's what it is. Like. Yeah. That, that was good stuff. So we, we have a couple more minutes left. So I'm going to close um, on this on this. Uh, final question for you all um, what what advice what advice would you give to any new moms 
about maintaining their identity and also romantic relationships after having a child? Um, the advice that I would give is <clears throat> you have to know yourself first. Know yourself, love yourself, respect yourself, all these things, because if you don't do it for yourself, it's impossible, totally impossible for you to be able to do it for somebody else. I like that. I'm going to say patience. Hmm? Tell them to be patient. You got to have, even with being a new mom, even with the old relationship, a new relationship, and um, communication is everything. If you don't have no communication, you don't have nothing. If you can't sit down and, whether it's your friend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, you, know, if you can't sit down and talk to somebody, and you don't have nothing. You got to have communication and patience. A lot of people out here, they don't have no patience these days. People be driving. That's how you got to get in car accidents. Like, it wasn't even, you know, your time. You got to have, like, a lot. Like, I tell people all the time, patience is a virtue. Mm -hmm. You got to have, you got to. Even if, you know, I'm, I'm a tourist, so, you know, I got a low mouth, you know. I talk with my hands. A lot of people don't like that. I talk, I don't know, I might tap you. So I had this one girl really blew up at me because I just... I'm just a, I don't know. I try to work on it, but I'm a tapper. You know, you were sitting right here, you probably would have got tapped about a thousand times by now. I'm like, girl. And a lot of people had to learn. A lot of people don't like to be touched. They don't like that. But if we cool and you know that's just me, that's just me. And I, I ain't doing, I'm not hurting you. I'm not hitting you hard. But, you know, so that's stuff that I try not to tap nobody these days, you know. Mm -hmm. so I just think patience and communication take you a long way. Okay, let's go. I like that, son. Um, but I would tell a young lady who wants to preserve her identity is do that. A kid or a family or a spouse or a friend doesn't define who you are. You define who you are. So create a plan, create goals, dream big, execute, pray. Yeah. Yes. I think Sonny said it all in um, a little nice. Uh, foundation. Make sure that your foundation is solidified. And my biggest thing that I would probably tell myself, my younger self, would be to set yourself up, but also take things lightly, lighten up, okay. and enjoy, have fun. I appreciate all that. Now, now, Cassandra already told us what, what her plan is today. What, <laughs> <laughs> what is your plan? What, what are your plans uh, today, Portia? Um, to be honest, I don't really have any plans today unless somebody just decides to surprise me. Okay. I don't really have any plans today. I think I'm just going to the kids at school. I'm just going to relax and just go read a book, listen to some music, maybe straighten up the house or something, cook me. I might make my own little steak and eggs or something real quick since there ain't nobody there. You well, I, I hope somebody surprises you today. Sonny? Um, I'm just going with the flow. I don't really get into all, like, the, uh, you know, pagan holidays and, and worldly stuff. I'm a different type of breed, so I'm get just going to make it be what it is. Sure. I don't have no expectations. I told y'all my principles. Got it. <laughs> I got it. I appreciate that, y'all. This was this was really fun. It was really fun talking to you, ladies, um, about 
various topics you know uh i think this is very productive and i think uh those of you out there who will hear this uh will find this very enlightening so um again until next time um rebel nation podcast we'll talk to you later peace peace out peace out